Hi everybody, I am Dana Galanti from the Source LGBT Plus Center. Welcome to Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana. Hi, I'm Kelly Denethorn. Today on Transistor Radio, we have a special one-topic episode where Dana interviews me about my recent orchiectomy procedure. Being as I am a transgender woman and I just had it done, I'm very familiar with what an orchiectomy is. However, what has surprised me is that almost nobody that I have spoken to about this has any idea on what an orchiectomy actually even is. Dana knew what the basics of the procedure is because she's familiar with transgender operations. However, she got to question me about anything at all that she wanted to ask. And so lots of information was covered and in the end, we mostly stayed on topic, which I'm pretty proud about. And I did get to include a little bit more than Dana even asked. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, In our show notes for today, we have included some contact information so that we can hear from our listeners. We would love to be able to hear from you. We have included an email address as well as a voicemail number. So we'd love to hear from you either through email or through voicemail and let us know what you guys think that we should talk about uh, next time. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoy our show as much as that we enjoy you listening to our show. Welcome back, everybody. We're on episode number five. Is that correct? It is. Episode number five. Great for us. I know. It's amazing that we could find the time. It is. (laughs) Today, we're going to have a special episode of Transistor Radio entitled The Orky Episode. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The Orky Episode. The Orky Epi. The Orky Epi. That's that's my preference, I think. Orky orky. Epi? Yes. Okay. Orky Epi. Today is our special episode entitled The Orky Epi. With Kelly. And Dana. <laughs> My wife have... will be so excited that we're doing Orky Epi. <laughs> I was leaving the house. She's like, you should do a whole episode on the Orky Epi. I was like, really? Oh, yeah. You really think you know, I could do a whole A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because that's the other thing I was going to talk to you about. I might as well just say it right now. Was getting back to like when I thought about doing this podcast, what I really wanted to do. And mm-hmm. what it was, was to answer in depth these questions I get all the time via email or text or in person or whatever so then I can be lazy and just say please refer to episode 16 (laughs) no just kidding just to get more in depth you know get more information out there because the questions are repeated a lot so I would imagine they would be because most people would have typically the same set of standard questions exactly so, it would be nice to be able to, to say to somebody, go ahead and listen to these episodes, right. get a little bit of knowledge, get a little bit of intro, you can do a little bit more yeah. research You can buy on, an on episode for $5. <laughs> yeah. And then if they have further questions, yeah. then yeah. I mean, them. obviously, I'd still answer them. Sure. Um, I think it's good to put out there because, you know, and some people are afraid to even reach out. So so in that note, so, so on that episode, note, I would like to start having a one one topic kind of episode where we answer mm-hmm. a lot of these questions. We could do, cool. still do our bullshitting sure. and segments and oh, stuff. Right. Of course. But to answer one question. Sure. Easy enough. Okay. Okay. So one question. So today's question (laughs) is, and this is directly for you, Kelly Denethorn, (laughs) what is an orky? And what is the process? I guess that's two. And what happened? And how'd you feel? And where'd you go? And how much did it cost? Right. So we'll get to those questions. What's up with an orchiectomy? So that's kind of the overarching Let's talk about first, what is an orchiectomy? An orchiectomy is the removal of testicles. Easy answer. What do they call that when it's animals? Spading or neutering? Neutering. Is it neutering? Neutering. I didn't even think about that. That's what it is in animals. 
Yeah. Okay. But in, in human beings, it's called... You don't want to say neuter. <laughs> it's just, that's just wrong. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, that's a bit wrong. It's okay. a bit off. Yeah, so they call it an orchiectomy. There's different types of orchiectomy. It's mm-hmm. like a bilateral orchiectomy or whatever, where you're removing both. Mm-hmm. Um, of the testicles, or you can have like a single orchiectomy. You know, I don't maybe. Yeah, that I don't doesn't know. Make sense. And then there's different ways to do it through the scrotum and through mm-hmm. the. Um, okay, let's okay. get into the details oh, in a, okay. in a cool. minute. But oh, why would a trans person want to have an orky? I can answer why I wanted to have an. an what orky. are the benefits to a trans person to have an orky? How about that? The benefits to a transgender person who was um, identified, what is it, what what do we say nowadays, Uh, identified male at birth. Assigned um, male at birth? Assigned male at birth. Yeah. The benefits would be that the testicles are the main producers of testosterone Mm -hmm. um, in human bodies. And so by removing the testicles, then we remove the testosterone primarily. You should actually have a little bit of testosterone, but not the large amounts that testicles create. Right, right. So when you remove them, do you have to take any testosterone? kind of supplements i might huh yeah okay uh, uh, i might interesting uh-huh. okay so the benefits to it because part of hormone replacement therapy right is introducing the correct hormones to your body mm-hmm. so for trans males they give themselves a shot of testosterone mm-hmm. or whatever females can't just well i guess they could but it doesn't work quite as well to just take estrogen as a trans female because that testosterone is such a little bugger and fights it, correct? Typically, um, there are different schools of thought um, on the matter. Uh Um, Some research suggests that taking large doses of estrogen will suppress um, testosterone production in and of itself. There is some some doctors who will prescribe progesterone, um, Mm -hmm. which is said to remove testosterone uh, as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But typically a testosterone suppressant, but it's not really a suppressant because it's just, the testosterone is still created within the body, but but it it is not a usable form of testosterone. So we take a medication, Mm -hmm. uh, typically uh, spironolactone. Right. uh, So that's like a blocker. To deal with the testosterone. Yes, that would be called a testosterone or like a hormone blocker, testosterone blocker. Right. Yeah. So trans females have to take the blocker in addition to the hormones. And so this is a way of <clears throat> circumventing that constant fight in your body, right? For, yes. Against the testosterone. Very much so. Right. Which uh-huh. totally makes sense to me. Uh-huh. There's a secondary reason, I think, for trans women to have an orchiectomy. Um, as well is what I experienced, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it at the time. But um, I experienced a pharmacy being unwilling to go ahead and help transgender people. Really? Yeah, I don't Luckily. know how else to go ahead and say it. You know, well, but I was what? getting my script from a pharmacy near to where I work. Um, I went to them one day, and they're like, "No, we don't have it." And I said, "Hi, it's on auto refill. You should let me know." No, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We we just we don't have it. Well, when are you, you going to get it? it? You know. Well. We might get it in a week or two. And I'm like starting to panic because then this means then that Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and start operating on testosterone again, Mm -hmm. which I don't want. And really, honestly, no one else. Nobody wants me. (laughs) Nobody wants Uh, Operating on on testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. 
No. I asked for their advice and they're like, we don't know what to do. Yeah, and I was hmm. really kind of put off by it. So I went out to my car and I called around to all different CDSs and mm-hmm. all these different CDSs around here in the South Central Valley mm-hmm. um, said, no, we don't have that medication. We don't have that medication. We don't have that medication. I finally drove just across town to a different mm-hmm. CVS pharmacy. I spoke to the pharmacist there and the pharmacist was like, well, no, we don't have that particular brand of that medication. However, we have like four or five other oh. brands that do the exact same thing. That's different right. brands, manufacturers of spironolactone. And so here, we'll just switch your script to this and it'll be ready in like 10, so 15 minutes. you found someone helpful. Yeah, it was like, to, yeah. yeah, but it just kind of drove home this point though that mm-hmm. I I don't have control and I didn't have control yeah, right, over right. the hormone production in my body and mm-hmm. I was it was up to the whims of other people to yeah, decide right. on whether or not I was going to be able to do what I want to do. And that's a scary situation. It is. Yeah. It, was, it was terrifying to me mm-hmm. and it happened to me a couple times and I kind of had almost panic attack, maybe yeah. like a half panic attack. Yeah. It just was really awful yeah so i kind of get that because not to compare my migraines with being trans but i'm so like if i don't have my imitrex which is the migraine aborter Mm -hmm. i panic and if somebody doesn't have it in stock or i know that panic is all i'm saying like that's a scary position to be put in yes so Uh uh-huh the answer is to have an have an orchiectomy okay yeah which i did have so tell us about the process because we talked when you were first gathering info and all this yeah so let's talk about how you figured out where you were going to go and why you went there and what insurance is going to do about it okay well most insurance in state of california covers an orchiectomy my insurance does not cover an orchiectomy because you have private teacher insurance i have private pay insurance Mm -hmm. and it's not typical for teachers it's more typical for school districts here in the central valley than Mm -hmm. statewide to have this type of insurance plan Mm -hmm. but it's a private pay insurance plan which means that it is governed under a 1974 law which they call erisa i forget exactly what erisa is but it's like employee retirement something or other okay and so it was put in place to help protect employees to make sure that they got a certain standard minimum amount of care right and it covers Sounds like a good plan. It does. However, within that, then they're allowed to describe being transgender as the sexual disorder of oh. transsexualism. And How can they do that they, when it's not even in the DSM anymore? Well, because it's a 1974 law. It's a federal law that's in place and it's just never been challenged and it's never been wow. overturned or changed or anything like that. And so they can... What else is It's that? totally legal for them to do that. And so they say that they will deny any... I'll be polite about it. Transgender care. They, they, yeah. they do not have to pay for doctors, medications, therapy, surgeries, procedures. Mm. They don't have to pay for anything. Lovely. No, it's mm. not. I, I would know. not consider it to be lovely at all. I understand. So, I, first I asked around. I asked my local doctors and such, mm-hmm. who's here local? The answer is, here in the Central Valley, there's nobody that is competent with transgender care that's going to be polite mm. and understanding and knowledgeable mm. of how to treat a transgender person for surgery Right. Um, that does urology, and those are the only right. people that can do an orchiectomy. Right. Which did you really even need to call around to get that answer? That's pretty I, standard I, around I, here. Yeah, it, it, unfortunately. Is, it is pretty standard. I do believe that I would have been able to find a doctor that mm-hmm. would have been able to do the simple orchiectomy procedure. Mm-hmm. But would they know about the particulars in terms of doing this for a transgender person? Right. In terms of where do you place the cut mark mm. to, to remove oh, the testicles? Right. In terms of will this person be getting further mm. gender confirmation surgery? Because if oh. they do the scar in a horizontal manner across the scrotum, uh-huh. 
then that scar will be very noticeable when they use that tissue right. in reconstructing oh. um, a vulva and I a didn't vagina. Think about that. Yeah. So if you do it then vertically along the like the line that's there on mm-hmm. the scrotum, yeah, then the scar kind of disappears. Oh, so nice. who knows to do those sorts of little types of things? So anyways, nobody here in the Central Valley. Yeah. So I called to San Francisco and I called to Los Angeles and I had a doctor that straight up told me if you don't have insurance, we will not go ahead and help you. We have no cash option. Where? Cedar Sinai. Really? Yeah. Cedar Sinai. I'm like, I'm sorry, you have <gasps> no cash off. I'm paying cash. Right. Wouldn't that be better you than money. like an insurance company where uh-huh. you have to bill them? I'm gonna come and I'm going to yeah. write you a ch- I can right. I can Yeah. And then they said no, we have no cash option. We can't even quote you a cash price. For this procedure. How is that even and then they legal? Refused, How's that legal? I don't know, but they refused to go ahead and accept my phone calls past then. They refused to return my phone calls past then. Wow. And this doctor becomes highly recommended. Wow. But apparently only if you have insurance because 70 to 80% or whatever of Californians mm-hmm. have transgender coverage. Wow. And an orchiectomy is nothing to these doctors who do right. gender confirmation surgeries all the time. And right. they're, bu- they're booked for like a year the, to two years out. grand scheme of things. Yeah, it really is. So they're like, oh, well, whatever. Wow. So anyways. That's crazy. I got a quote of about $10,000 mm-hmm. um, to do the procedure, plus undisclosed hospital fees in both so, Los Angeles and in San Francisco. Okay. And but they wouldn't tell you what the hospital fees, hospital would be. fees no. were going to be. So no. they could have been another $10,000. Could have been. Um, but you D- would not have know. known until you went through the whole thing. Until I committed more. Mm more time mm-hmm. more investment in that situation like if i right. had gone down and like seen the doctor and down. whatnot probably mm-hmm. yeah probably would have gotten more specific about it but they didn't want to be on the wow. phone and so i did some research online mm-hmm. and found a doctor in philadelphia who's known for transgender surgeries mm-hmm. and has his prices listed there on his website for all the different procedures that he would do what an amazing concept and for an orky, it was like he wanted $3,500 plus it was like $1,500 in like hospital fees. I think it was. That was it? I yeah. was thinking it was still the $10,000 number. Yeah. So $5,000. Oh. And then plus my sister lives in upstate New York. Right. And so I was like, well, if I can so like a make a family vacay out of it as well, oh, well, then wow. it'll be worth it. So yeah. all in total, I probably spent $10,000. Wow. But I went to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and I stayed in mm-hmm. a hotel room and we ordered mm-hmm. like every meal from the restaurant downstairs you know rented a car went to upstate new york Mm -hmm. stayed in hotels visited massachusetts who has recreational marijuana just like california does so i could stop taking all the painkillers yeah the opioids that they went ahead and gave me which weren't even really really helping so anyways yeah so that's why i went decided to go to philly so i I also Mm -hmm. talked to him and i met with him i skyped with him and Mm -hmm. such and and you're a teacher so you have summers off so it's kind of just perfect yep uh-huh. It worked yeah. out. I could schedule it a while ago. I started doing my research for this last September. Yeah. was when I started doing yeah, my research about it. about it. Uh-huh. And I got much more serious around January. Mm-hmm. December, January. I think it was yeah. by the time that I had my appointment made so that I could get the time yeah. that I wanted to go ahead and get. So, okay. So you get, yeah. you go out to Philly. Uh-huh. Your wife comes with you. Yep. Thankfully. Yeah. You go and have your surgery. You recover in the hotel. Hmm. Yeah. How long were you laid up for? Well, you know, to back up from that, shall we back up for a moment? I didn't really realize what an intense procedure this was going to be. Mm -hmm. I really kind of thought of it as a fairly small procedure. Right. And so when I woke up from the surgery, I was quite shocked at the large amount of pain that I was in. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I was in the first recovery room, like right outside. I remember waking up in the surgery room and they wheeled me into the first recovery room. And the person was like, okay, well, you know, as soon as you're a little bit more awake, if you're in pain, then I can give you something for the pain. You're and like, give so me something for I apparently got more awake and I was like, yeah, I'm in pain. She said, okay. So she gave me something. She said, well, if you're still in pain in about five, 10 minutes, let me know. Mm-hmm. So I waited five, 10 minutes and I said, I'm still in pain. You're like, where's my little pump with the and, button on it? Right? And so she <laughs> gave me something else. And I swear, I didn't feel any difference in the first or second time that she went ahead and gave me anything. And then she was explaining to me that the doctor gave me a local in the scrotum as well. Yeah, so I had the local there. So did that freak you out how mu- about how much pain you were going to be yes. in when that wore off? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it really kind of made me panic a bit as well because then they wheeled me to like my little recovery room. Yeah. Which the hospital I stayed in apparently had mixed reviews online, but I yeah. liked it because mm. I was apparently like their only patient that day. Oh, it was, that's kind of nice. It was hysterical. Because every place so that everyone they wheeled, was doting on you. Yeah, every place that they wheeled me into, there was nobody there was no else. Huh. Yeah, it was so it felt kind of weird. Yeah, that might not be a good sign, right? <laughs> a hospital that nobody uh, uses. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's like a restaurant that's empty at lunchtime. Right? Makes you wonder yeah. a little bit. Huh, not so sure. <laughs> yeah, but it, they took good care of me. However, when they were wheeling me down to my room. I started crying mm-hmm. on, on the way to the room and just at this idea that I knew what was coming up. They're going to want me to get up off the gurney. Yeah. They're going to want me to get dressed. And then my doctor actually had taken my wife and I to the hospital prior to the surgery. And we got ready and had the surgery. And so then the idea was that I would rec- recover mm-hmm. and get be able to get dressed. And then he would drive us back to the hotel room. Your doctor is yeah. personally chauffeuring you around? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. However... I was crying at the idea of getting off the bed, getting dressed, yeah. and then a half an hour car ride oh my back God. to recover in a hotel room. Yeah. So, anyways. And you don't have the comforts of home. Yeah. And, and so I was just, I was really, it was really hard for me to even speak yeah. when I was dealing with the nurses and trying to talk to them and trying to convey to them what was going on. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she's so happy. And I'm like, oh, I'm in so no. much pain. <laughs> you have no tears. idea of how much pain that I'm in. And I was just shocked by how much pain I, that I was going to be in. I'm surprised because usually, you know, when you come out of surgery, you're still kind of doped up yep. and kind of uh-huh. like the local. You're oh, yeah. kind of numb. Uh-huh. Sounds like that did not mm-hmm. occur at all. Oh, I was looking forward to like having like I've been in like one surgery before. Uh-huh. I was really young, maybe like ten, but I just remember being loopy, yeah. like going into and coming out of surgery. Right. No, I don't remember. Like any. you should have there was some no, benefit. Yeah, there was no loopiness after all. That. Yeah, there is no no loopiness oh, going sucks. into it or, or coming out of it. I do feel that it sucked. Eventually, I was able to eat something and I got some Percocet down. Like you, and that got, made, you got made robbed so of the care. only fun part of I know surgery. I know. Oh. Anyways. So what did the doctor say about it? Did you say, well, like, why am doctor I in so said, much pain? You know, oh, you had, you just you had, had a surgery. Yeah, you had an orchiectomy. The doctor dropped me off at the hotel and said that he would come check on me periodically. He mm. probably came three days, maybe later, three days, four days. I had it on Thursday. I think I saw him on Monday. That's quite an interesting arrangement that he would come to the hotel. I agree. And yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. It is, actually. Hmm. So he just came to the hotel and came up to the hotel room and, and checked on things and said it was okay. I was on Percocet for probably like two and a half days mm-hmm. before I was like tired of just that opioid fog. Mm-hmm. I was like, no more. I can't even take it. I was still in such pain. Yeah. Yeah. I love it too, but I hated <laughs> it. When it was like every four hours where I'm like, I set the timer because yeah. I was like, I'm going to take like two or three of these right. in the next two or three hours. Well, and you have to stay hours. on top of it with painkillers like that. Yeah. Like you can't, 
You yeah. get too far right. behind, you're, yeah, you're never yeah, catching up. So anyways, I spoke to the doctor, and the doctor said, well, hey, you actually had, like, two procedures. And I said, okay, clarify for me. Because mm-hmm. he clarified everything prior to right. it. But when I'm laying there on the bed, and I'm like, okay, yeah. but see, it hurts here. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody was really expecting that it would hurt underneath my scrotum, on the bottom like of my scrotum. Like externally, kind of. Yeah. That, you know, because that's where your testicles right. are. Right. Right. So that's going to be the pain uh-huh. location. Makes sense. Right. So he did his little cut and he removed the testicles from mm-hmm. the scrotum. I already had a vasectomy back about 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means when they cut so open the scrotum. Does that mean I like watched... the testicles just like pop, pop? <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me I, I, I have a feeling no. I watched my husband's vasectomy. Oh, did like, you Like really? I went into the room. It was wow. the coolest thing. Bravo. I loved it. Did you? Yeah. yeah. So with that, they make a little tiny, you know, mm-hmm. uh, incision, and then they pull out the vas Cord, deferens right. yeah. and then cauterize it. But with an orky, they do what then? They well, with okay, with an orky, with a doctor that doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Can just cut open the scrotum and mm-hmm. remove the testicles. End of procedure. Right. My doctor though really is mm-hmm. gender confirmation doctor right. kind of. That's his eye. His eye for the future. Right. right. So, so it's more what about what did. future surgeries and just the overall appearance of it. Correct. Yeah. So what he did was that, what is it? What You have the name for the little cord that attaches Vas to deferens. There you go. That <laughs> drops down out of the abdomen um, from behind uh, like the pubic bone okay. area. And they're inaugural canals or something like that. Okay. Okay. I don't know the word exactly. Okay. Right. However, uh-huh. apparently there are canals that are behind like the pubic bone. And these canals are what your testicles descend from when you are a young child. So when you're born, now I haven't seen any newborn or infant, Mm -hmm. you know, children with penises. Balls, I've seen them. But apparently they are often up inside of the body. It's like a lot of really tight little skin. Yeah. Really. And so those testicles are in these canals and they drop down Mm -hmm. out of the canals. Like chicken eggs? Apparently, I guess. I don't know. Okay. However, then typically in your standard cisgender male Mm -hmm. then they will spend their life supported by those you know by the bags yeah and whatnot (laughs) they rise and lower to heat right and so they can go back up in those canals also if it gets way too cold Huh. Okay. So my doctor Very follows the, those balls. the what? The vas? Vas deferens. Right. Up the canals and up okay. inside of the canals, mm-hmm. he will then suture them up inside of the canals. Okay. And then as he is exiting, he will suture close the canals okay. because the canals are a potential hernia location. Oh, That's okay. That's where often hernias occur. My brother-in-law had his very first hernia hmm. there when he was like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 or something. Oh, wow. huh. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. So okay. the procedure to remove my testicles, nice, easy, quick, simple, hardly, right. like almost painless. The procedure to close the vas deferens right. way up the canals and then suture the canals closed, that's like a hernia surgery. Oh, wow. And I had two of them um, at the same time. Okay. And so my entire groin area was like swollen from that. And that's really what was Mm -hmm. super painful. People are like, oh yeah, be careful in sitting down. Mm -hmm. I can sit on a concrete block. Okay. That's not, you know, that's not what the problem is. It's not like my scrotum's all sore because I had testicles that dropped out of it. But no, like my pubic mound just... Yeah. I couldn't even touch it. Oh, wow. It was so, so, so painful. Ooh. So it's been now four weeks, mm-hmm. four and a half weeks, and it's better. I was forgetting about the pain. 
today it's getting a little bit better That's each good. each and every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot better. But I was shocked at how at, painful at, it was. How painful. Yeah. Um, and how long was the pain super intense where you were laid up? Because well, I, I couldn't say, go I ahead talked and do to anything. you not too long after it and you were doing pretty good. Well, I was doing fine. I was mentally aware and cognizant. I was on Percocet for maybe just two and a half days. Yeah. And then I switched to like Tylenol for about four days. And then after that, then I, you know, went and moved or moved. You went traveled to Massachusetts. To Massachusetts <laughs> and got some, yeah, some legal recreational uh-huh. um, relief. And that helped. Which probably helped um, you better than Tylenol. A lot. It certainly did. Yeah. It helped a lot more. But in terms of laid up, I was restricted pretty much to the hotel room. Mm-hmm. For, you know, he said probably the first two, three days. Okay. I, I violated that because yeah, I'm, I'm, a I'm, naughty, sure. I'm a naughty human being. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't quit smoking um, cigarettes 100% <gasps> like I was supposed to. Oh, my to. God. Yeah, so I would travel downstairs in the hotel. Yeah. Walk gingerly, you right. know, across to outside of the hotel and, and have my cigarette. And then go back up to my <laughs> Did room. Did you go out, that, like, that in your bathrobe with a walker? And no, it didn't your go. Your cigarette didn't, hanging no, out No, it did, didn't do that. I could, <laughs> I could walk. I could still function. So I could have handled things. But it was nice just having my wife there. It was great. Like I said, oh, yeah. Luckily, my wife. That would have sucked if you were by yourself. Yeah, it would have really sucked. I could have done it, but it would have been super, super hard and miserable. It was nice because there was a Target that was next door. Oh, so the day before the surgery, we got into Philly early and Mm -hmm. we got we got our little supplies at Target and Mm -hmm. and then got them to the hotel room and we bought her like a little cart, like a little laundry cart, (laughs) so that she could like walk back and forth because we didn't have a car. Yeah, there. So I thought I had everything that I wanted, and we had the surgery, and I woke up that day and I was like, okay, you have to go to Target (laughs) and you have to get me a fleece blanket and like a heating pad <laughs> and some chocolate and a stuffed animal you need all your <laughs> comfies and loveys yeah, totally yeah i totally get that so it was great that she was there very very yeah. very helpful um and very nice so i i was not supposed to move around for two or three days we should have had her come today. today. We should have gone ahead and had her come today. We should have. That would have been We fun. will. I, I told her we'll do some, we'll do an yeah. interview with, with just her. So we can give awesome. her the whole, yeah. <laughs> whole episode. Yeah. Um, and then I was at the hotel room. I had the procedure done on Thursday. And then it was a week later that we checked out of the hotel room. So maybe mm. six days later, he had me go to his office and he removed like two or three mm. stitches that were on the outside. Most of them were dissolvable internal yeah. things. And so I saw him on Wednesday and he he removed the stitches and he's like okay we're, we're done you know we're, wow. we're everything everything's fine and it was bruised um it was pretty significantly bruised but not as bad as i have seen some oh, people yeah. get some people's whole like inner thighs and lower abdomen will really? be will be bruised mine was just on the why are your um, inner thighs because of that area because of how sensitive that whole wow thing is yeah i think it's because having to do with this abdomen surgery sort of thing wow i don't know sounds i don't know yeah that's my thing it's like stay away from abdomen <laughs> surgery. Yeah. How big was the incision? Maybe like a nickel in length. Okay. Okay. Maybe. All right. Or so. And so you you mentioned doing the incision and then just popping them out. Like that was <laughs> what was in your brain. That was also like what it was in my brain. Huh? But what did they actually do? I have no idea. Oh. I didn't ask. Huh. I don't know. And then what do they do with them? I don't know. I left. I left my nuts in Philly, and I, I didn't care. I was like, "I'm I'm done." <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's yeah. Uh... My wife is is taken to calling me her her nutless muffin because <laughs> she's bunny and I'm muffin. Mm. Oh, so now you're nutless muffin. <laughs> so now I'm the nutless muffin. Oh my god! Yeah. 
so funny. Uh huh. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. It, it, it's hysterical. So after that, I went to New York, and I was okay with walking around, and I was okay with sitting around, but I was in pain. Yeah. Um, the entire time, I wasn't real motivated to like, hey, let's go here and go walk around Stand this. Stand up paddleboarding. You know, yeah, none no. of that. You know, no, no activities. So when yeah. I visited with my sister, it was kind of nice because we just chilled. Yeah. At her house, her kids were still in school, and so we just kind of. And it's your out. sister, so you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Uh huh. It was it was cool. Very chilled and relaxed. Nice. Uh-huh. So how long were you gone in total? Two weeks? Our East Coast trip was probably like 18 days. Okay. I think it was in total. Then we came back. We were here for four days. Then we went down to Los Angeles for like a week to go see oh, yeah. some, I saw some concerts. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture of you at the Hollywood Bowl or something. I was yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah. So I was in pain, but I wasn't like incapacitated. Yeah. So it was, I think, like three weeks after mm-hmm. the procedure or so. You that went to the we, Hollywood Bowl? Yeah, we went to the Hollywood Bowl. Who did you see? Hootie. Hootie, yeah, was, right? Was Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, with um, Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Was that good? It was cool. And we had a good time. That and what there. else There was, there was too much walking Oh yeah. at the Hollywood Bowl. Even oh, we had an right. Uber like right up to there, which was great. Mm-hmm. But even with that, it was... Well, just walking to your seat is yeah, so far. Yeah, it's a lot. So I was able to do it, but I was... Yeah. Did you pay for it afterwards? I don't know. I've been in fluctuating waves of pain. Oh, yeah. And described in different ways at different times and and such. Huh. Yeah. So how's your pain level now? Tolerable. Much much more so. Like I said, today I actually forgot about it a a few times um, here and there. It's like weird, the things that hurt. Just like a pair of leggings just pressing. Oh, really? On, yeah, on my abdomen will, will hurt. And positions of things. Mm. Uh, down there will work hurt, hurt. So my favorite is is walking around in a dress commando at my yeah. <laughs> at my house. I so bet. I was talking to my wife. I was like, okay, what dress can I wear to mm. to group tonight? Yeah, that I can be commando in, so I can be somewhat comfortable. You, you have, can see I you did have not. leggings on right now, so <laughs> I do apparently have that didn't on. happen. You're right. She was all for it, but I just couldn't find the dress. You just got to get like a maxi skirt or something. I have a few things. My issue is is that. I'm a very active person, so to have this orky was really strange for me because I really can't do what I'm typically used to. Like, I I get up and walk my dog every single morning for about a half an hour, and so I really haven't been able to do that. And while we were in Philly, we were just grubbing on everything, Mm -hmm. and same thing that my sister is, and same thing in Los Angeles. I've gained too much weight for some of my dresses, so that's the only reason that I'm not here, (laughs) commando, in a dress. dress. You should have told me I got tons of skirts. I brought you (laughs) skirt. Next time. Okay, so uh-huh. now my question is, you know when you lose a tooth or something and all of a sudden your mouth feels really weird because there's a missing, you know, something missing there that was there or like you right. cut your fingernails sure. really short. Right. And you're People not have like their arm cut off. They have like what, like mystery limbs, yeah. limb syndrome. Right. Uh-huh. So Do I have mystery there... testicle syndrome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have ghost testicles? <laughs> No, no, um, so far. Well, that's a boring uh, answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have ghost testicles. Uh-uh. No. Um, that, that's today's episode title. Ghost testicles. <laughs> or maybe that's a subtitle. Orchiectomy. A.K.A. Ghost testicles. <laughs> the Orky Epi. Epi, right? Orky Epi. Orky Epi. Ghost testicles. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't felt anything like that. There's probably been several times where I will go to cross my legs mm-hmm. or something, and I'll kind of reach to adjust myself so I can cross my legs to. more easily. And now it, I don't have to, to deal nice. with that. It is nice. I don't have the full benefits of this because, as with most surgeries, it takes about a year. 
to wow. heal, physically heal yeah. from those surgeries. So I've got a while to, yeah. to go. Another another 11 months before I'm fully healed. And as well, it'll be a year until, so 11 more months, until all of the swelling is completely oh, wow. gone. So most of the swelling will go down within the next like three months or so. So right now, mm-hmm. you know, a month in, yeah. it's things are still pretty swollen. Yeah. It's not its end size, apparently. It's what? It's not its end. Oh, <laughs> I got end you. size. Yeah. So the size that it'll end up being right. Right. after all the swelling has gone. Because you might think the swelling might affect just the area where, like, the incision was made. No. But that's not the case. The yeah. The entire... The entire area <laughs> gotcha is gotcha. swollen it's all painful yeah so i'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent able to experience the mm. the benefits of the reduced amount of gotcha bulk <laughs> right because there's still some bulk <laughs> some extra swelling bulk. i think that there is some extra swelling so that's occurring okay do they remove any of the skin they can that's a scrotectomy i think it is mm, that's a whole other thing oh yeah so they can remove the testicles and if you want at the time then they can just remove the entire scrotum okay but uh, you did not well. have that done i did not have that done because i'm not 100 percent sure on right. what my what will future is and i'm yeah. not in a position to make decisions about that yeah, you know that like final sense. decisions yeah that about makes that sense. so who knows maybe it might be something that i won't ever need that tissue for but i don't want to be in a position where i'm like mm-hmm. i want that oh i would and you can't get it back and i it, right right you can't you can't get that back so no i still so, so i have i have yeah. my entire scrotum still because, and the skin's there they so, can't remove it but they i did not okay so if you decide for further gender confirmation surgery down the road mm-hmm. that extra skin is needed it's perfect labia skin Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> A little wrinkly, but you know, what are you going to do? Botox? It's very similar. <laughs> it probably is. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, it's very similar. <laughs> well, we have analogous. Well, it could be swollen too, and it could look. Yeah, the same. there's analogous structures in mm-hmm. male and female right. bodies. Typical male female mm-hmm. bodies. You know, people are like, well, you know, women don't have a penis, and it's like, well, yeah, but it's really, really no. small, uh-huh. and you call it a clitoris. Right. <laughs> you ever seen a bodybuilder down there? <laughs> right. A bodybuilding woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what my future plans are. I hope is by having done the orky then. I have solved at least mm. half of my hormone battle. Yeah. And then my secondary hope is that it can improve the aesthetic appearance to me. I would like to be able to expand my wardrobe. I'm very picky mm. about my clothing. I, I'm a total fashionista. Yes, you are. It bugs me that I can't wear certain clothes, yeah. certain outfits. I love jeans mm. and I like jeans with a shirt tucked in and mm. with a belt because I got really cool belts yeah. that I like to wear. Right. However, I don't like to wear that because then I have an obvious bulge right um in my crotch area right. because i am not a practitioner of tucking I, I cannot see yeah. that being very comfortable to walk through the day with well you remember those canals that we were talking yes. about earlier right. right well that's where the testicles go mm. and it's never worked for me people yeah. are like oh well, you're not doing it right no no i did it right and i don't know if it was just because it I'm sounds skinny, incredibly or if I had, like incredibly large testicles but it did not improve the appearance it sounds incredibly uncomfortable well you think about this for a moment that there are some trans people that are so concerned with how they perceive themselves how society mm-hmm. may perceive them that they will take the testicles and mm-hmm. tuck them into the canals mm-hmm. and then tuck the penis back towards yes. you know the rear and then use duct tape oh my god to hold it all wow. closed 
That sounds so I'm like, painful. Oh my god, that's yes, that's what I think. It's yeah. it's incredibly painful. Yeah. And I think about how bothered that person's genitals must yeah. make them in order right. to do that to yourself. Yeah. But anyways, that's not me. I'm not a tucker. So yeah. certain clothing has been really challenging for me to wear. I'm maybe hoping... those remember those trans oh, the tra- panties? Yeah, the trans panties. The tonight. trans panties, maybe those will tuck you. I don't know what they I do. Don't know. Well, but see, now that I have no testicles, then I'm thinking that things might be able to be configured differently. I think we should, um, as an expense for uh, Transistor Radio, our very first expense, <laughs> we should buy you a pair of those panties. <laughs> okay, so any uh, other pressing questions that you have about my orchiectomy? Um... Did we cover it all? Did I? No, did I, I, I'm I think sure that we trailed. I was really. I could get into a more sensitive topic, but I'm not 100 percent oh. sure if I want to get into a more sensitive topic related topic on this. All right, well, it's up to you. Maybe I could try it. Functional penis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because typically people have said, you know, be careful if you do blank. Because if you do blank, mm-hmm. well, then you will no longer have a functional penis. And I've said to them, so does that mean like urinating? And they've said, no, <laughs> that doesn't mean urinating. No, honey, not, <laughs> not urinating. I suppose that for many, many people that it's very important that their penis is still sexually functioning. Yeah, right. It's never been like a primary concern of mine, nor has it been something that I'm deathly against. Right. I think I may have mentioned it in one of our episodes over that I had a friend that was like trying to cut her penis off. Yeah. At like age five. Yeah. And sad. Terribly, mm-hmm. terribly sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very clear. Yeah. You know, they did right. not want a penis. And I've never been in that place. Mm-hmm. I, I think about it kind of in a crass manner that some trans people might be very upset at me. They're like, you're considering gender confirmation surgery so you could look good in a pair of stretch pants. I'm like, well, kind of. Well, what? You know? I mean, isn't that <laughs> part of the point of I, gender I, confirmation surgery? I think that it is. However, I think that some are, don't necessarily think huh. that way. Yeah. Really? It's very interesting. Probably one of the funniest questions that I've ever gotten from anybody was a doctor that said to me so you have a penis and I said well yes I have a penis and he goes yes but is it a functioning penis what does that <laughs> and I, mean <laughs> well it means I mean, can you have sex with your penis why would it not be well because apparently the idea is is that testosterone gives you an erection yeah and that, but it's, and that sexual pleasure comes from having testosterone okay yeah. but that's not true right no yeah that it's not true. Okay, so... But if you talk to many, many trans women, many uh, trans women will tell you, oh, I was fine until I started, you know, until I changed my hormones, until I had, uh, like, a testosterone blocker. Then, right. then you know, things stopped functioning mm. down that way. So for me, no, I, I had the blocker and it still functioned. And, and, and I had estrogen and it, mm. it still functioned. People said, well, just wait till they increase the estrogen. They increase the extra, estrogen and, it, it's, and it, it, it still functioned. And they said... <gasps> Just wait until they double your blocker. Uh-huh. And so they doubled the blocker. And then it was fine. And, and everything was just fine. Mm-hmm. So I was telling this to people. And I, again, it's not that huge of a concern for me, but I was right. telling this to some people. And they said, oh, well, just wait. If you ha- if you ever have an orchiectomy, well, then, you know. That's the final end. Yeah. You're, 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 the nail you're in done the coffin, so then. Yeah. So my wife and I have, have amused each other constantly uh-huh. over the last four <laughs> weeks at what sorts of things are occurring in our in our universe mm-hmm. that have that have proven that wrong <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly yeah repeatedly have proved that wrong so so far so everything no no functionality be has been affected the in, ghost in, testicles in, in the are not fucking with your penis in any way 
<laughs> that is a great statement. Like, <laughs> the ghost testicles are not fucking with my penis. <laughs> oh, shit. It comes down to that. Oh, shit. That's hysterical. Okay. Well, I think that's a pretty good note to leave on at this I point. I think so. I, I think we're probably pretty clear on what my orchiectomy <laughs> procedure was was all about what happened what's going on now yeah we can revisit my testicles later if you, yeah. if you want, like a t- I'm sure testicular that I'll think well of... but wait I don't have testicles so we'd have to visit my mm. scrotum yeah the bags <laughs> just just skin yeah really uh huh hmm. just some skin hanging out alright uh huh being a little bit swollen yes it's a little bit swollen um at this point so I'm hoping for I'm hoping for improvement I feel like we could just keep going on with the jokes at this point. <laughs> we, we could. I have one. It's really bad. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there. So. Oh my god, those are the best. We're done. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for sharing all of your adventures with us. Oh yeah. Because um, I thanks for, honestly, thanks for asking. Yeah, I honestly didn't know a whole lot about an orky because, to be honest, I don't know anyone who's had one, oh. and I've never had anyone that I know of anyway. Sure. Um, ask about it. Usually, it's phalloplasty. Oh. You know? Okay. So I thought, oh, that totally makes sense to me, though, mm-hmm. to, to do so and what the benefits would be. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I thought I really looked at it in terms of getting off the medication, Spiro. Yeah. Um, whatever I do in the future. Yeah. Who knows? And but Right. And it can wait. And you don't need to know, you know right now. But yeah. Yeah. But just to have those things done for right now. Yeah. So much more peaceful in my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I bet. I'm thrilled. I'm getting ready to test testicles does usually bring peace to people's lives in any way, shape. It can, but again, imagine if you're cis and you're losing your testicles. Not a good thing. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. But, yeah. Know. So most people don't really want to hear about it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, no, no I liked about. hearing about it. Well, I'm glad that you like Thanks hearing about my non-balls. Your non-balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Again. The jokes. Okay, so okay, so I thought you had like an email address for us. Did you get yeah, that? Yeah. So well, you? I was gonna get to that. Were you? Yeah. Oh my god. It's just wrapping it up. Okay. You know? All right. Um, thank you for listening again to our fifth episode of Transistor Radio. Woo! So exciting! Our special Orky Epi. <laughs> so we are getting a little more technologically savvy. So we now have a email address that you guys could send us questions to, feedback, talk to us, and. It is transistor at the source lgbt.org. And that's transistor spelled T R A N S C I S for the sis and ter for the <laughs> sister. D E R. So stupid. <laughs> okay, and then. Uh, we have a voicemail line that you can call. Leave a voicemail on. We're going to assume that anybody who calls is giving us permission to use whatever we want on the air. So otherwise, if not, say so. Our email address is transistor at thesourcelgbt.org. And our new voicemail line is 559. But you know why I picked this number? Because it the last four digits were the same exact four digits of Anthony and I's first phone number together. Oh, okay, cool. It was meant to be, I think. Okay, so our voicemail line is 559-343-6646. Please give us a call. You can ask questions on there, anything you guys want us to talk about, or if you just want to tell us how awesome 
and funny we are. I think they should do that. That'd be super. I think that that, that's what they need to do. Yeah, we would appreciate the latter, most of all. Uh, We don't care about your questions. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Love your questions. (laughs) But just tell us that we're cool, too. You know, tell us how great we are. Uh All right, so uh, wrapping up, join us next week, hopefully. Maybe two weeks from now. We're not sure. Probably going to be. It's 4th of July. I don't July, know. So huh. We'll try. We'll see. We'll try and crank some out for you. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Who knows what we'll be talking about at that point. But I don't. We'll answer some questions. Sure. Hopefully. Talk about some random shit. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll laugh. Yep. Have a good time as usual. That is right. All right. All right Thank everybody. you. Thanks for joining us.